Hi, this is Millie, and you're listening to the Escaping Narcissistic Parents podcast, where you will find the validation and love you've been looking for. Welcome to my new listeners, and thanks to my loyal friends. Please follow me on Instagram at Escaping Narcissistic Mothers, all one word. You can also schedule a coaching session with me. The info's in my bio. Also, please consider donating to my podcast at patreon.com slash narcissistic parents. I will, I will put all these links in the show notes. Okay, guys. So today's topic is what I promised you. I want to do a podcast on another letter. And what I want also is for you guys to send me more. So if you're interested, I will be putting my email address in the show notes as well. Send me more texts, letters, you know, not voicemails obviously, but anything that you can send me and I will analyze as also. Okay, so let's get going. This one is different from the other two letters I analyzed. This is only one person. But this is a father to his daughter. So this is different. This is going to have a different sound to it because it's a man. And just men are going to be a little bit more obvious in their narcissistic tactics than than the moms, right? Um, So, and it's it's a lot of, um, a lot of, of, words and a lot it's long so I'm cutting it down to just what I found to be the most interesting and telling okay okay so as always it will remain anonymous and it goes like this dear daughter anger is not an attribute or something to be admired and since when do you criticize someone's punctuation okay so right there we're getting into, um, obviously the daughter's angry, has lashed out because she's tired of being provoked. And the father does not like it and, and says it's not an attribute. Anger is not an attribute. Anger is a feeling. A human emotion that all of us have, that all of us deal with, and that all of us need to have. Anger is a normal feeling. Okay? Um, and obviously... She corrected his punctuation. And because I have already read this, I'm going to to, um, go on her side with this um, and say that he he does make a lot of grammatical errors as well as spelling errors. Um, So if you want to upset him, please send him this podcast. Um, I do, I am not a therapist, but I do have a degree in English. So there you go. Okay, the control idea, I think, is your fear and rebellion from childhood because it certainly is not coming from me. Okay, so that's pretty obvious. Like I said, men write differently. They're not going to be as covert or underhanded. He says, it's not coming from me. So he's, he's just out there saying, this is all you. This has nothing to do with me, turning it around, and blaming your 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 childhood, right? That you're acting like when you were a child. So he's c- 
he's infantilizing you, infantilizing the daughter by saying, no, this isn't you. This is your childhood, right? Okay. So something happened. This was around Christmas, Thanksgiving, um, the holiday season. And I believe that the, the, this person's parents did not go to the in-laws, um, Thanksgiving and it was, it caused issues, obviously. So this is what most of the letter is about. Okay. You said you want unconditional, and this is in quotes, unconditional, comma, unselfish love, end quotes. Do you know who gets that? Babies or young children, slash, that is it, dash, that is it. I think any 42-year-old only gets love when they give love. When have we ever asked something for, for you? Asked you for something. Okay, sorry, I inverted that. Okay, so, hun, I'm talking directly to you right now. I have been there. I also told my mother, asked her, why I could not have unconditional love. I was in my early 30s, and she never responded to me, but there is something very sad, and this goes for everyone, when you have to ask your your parent for unconditional love. That is something that a parent does. It comes naturally to you when you have a child. I have a child, and my love for her is unconditional. It is all about her, so it's unselfish. I do things, I think about everything I say to her to make sure, am I saying something that could be hurtful? That is something that happens to you when you are a normal person with the capability of loving. And you have to keep in mind that our parents don't have that capability. They just cannot love. They cannot feel love. They can feel anger because they get upset at something that wasn't done to their specification, right? Or to to what they wanted. You didn't do what they wanted. You didn't fall into place. They can get depressed because the person that was giving them all of their narcissistic supply is no longer doing it. But they do not know how to love. They don't know what that means. They don't know that feeling. So... I'm not excusing him in any way, but that is, that is what that is. You know, that's what he's conveying. And then saying that the only ones who get unconditional love are young children. Look, the only place where you can say that people have to give and take and it be equal and it's not maybe unconditional, especially at first, maybe a friendship, right? When you're getting to know somebody as a friend and it's a give and take, and it's not that you have to give it first in order to get love. It just takes a little while for both parties, both people, to trust each other enough to have unconditional love for each other. But even your spouse should be a situation where you love them unconditionally regardless of whatever issues you may have because every couple has issues. So 
I, I just felt so angry when I read that, right? A 42 year old can only get love when they give love. So what they're saying is you don't love them enough to get unconditional love back. Well, guess what? It's not your job. It's, it's not the, the daughter or son's job. It is their job. And it's not a job. It's something that comes naturally. And then he goes with, when, when have we ever asked you for something? I'm not sure where the connection there is. It's something completely different. That's a tactic that narcissists use. They just change the subject. I don't feel comfortable saying this or continuing this. So I'm just going to tell about something else and that's it. And that's what he did there. Okay. So, okay. So here we go. Your mother and I have been very successful in love and life. We tried to provide you and your brother every possible opportunity that would give you a jump on life. However, it's unfortunate that it's not the same today. Today we stand back and hope you make the right decision for you and yours. Okay, so right there, there's he's saying that him and his wife has a have a successful marriage, have a successful life. That those are just words. They're just words that just because he says it doesn't mean it's true. He cannot have a successful anything being a narcissist. He can't. It's impossible. Okay. Um, I would go out on a limb and say this man has been very unsuccessful. Um, maybe in, in his career, um, he's been successful, but I know that with his love life, he has not been successful. And obviously, in life itself, he's not been successful because he has a daughter that I, I believe has no contact with him. And the son, because she has a brother, and the son is very clearly the golden child in this situation, because I've read more of this than I've read out loud. So we try to provide you and your brother every possible opportunity. They're just taking, he's taking credit for things that are the bare minimum of what a parent does. Right? A parent should strive for their children, support them, and give them what's best. And the best example I have right now, and it's it's on television, but I keep, I mention this a lot. On the Gilmore Girls, when Rory decides she wants to take a break from Yale, and... Lorelai's talking to Luke about it. She says, this isn't how it was supposed to go. She was supposed to have everything. She was supposed to have more than me. And that's what a real mother, a real parent should always feel. I want my, my child to do better than me. That's what we want for them. That's what they're supposed to want. Okay. Now this part, again, I, uh, it's infuriating. We are giving you a, a time out. The future will be predicated on what is decided on what you and mom and I can come to understand where this relationship is going or not going. All right, right there, I'm going to say run on sentence, no punctuation. That's how I read it. There should be like three commas in there. <laughs> he uses the word predicated to seem really smart. I know the word predicated. 
But the worst part of this sentence or this part is we are giving you a timeout. So my guess here, and again, I don't know 100% and, and um, the person who gave me this letter, you can send me a message saying yay or nay on this, is that you were distancing yourself and he wanted to get ahead and say, we're giving you a timeout instead of, of real, you know, understanding or wanting to understand that it was you that was giving them the quote unquote timeout. They really use very childish, infantilizing language to make you feel little and needy and like a child. So, you know, this is just this horrible, a horrible letter. So here we have, I have another, um, I have another one. This is, or I'll just read. So we are shocked to get such a hateful, nasty communication from you. Had no idea that you consider us to be such villains in your life. You are grown up on your own. You don't need or can expect us to be coddling your every need and desire. Okay, so talk about cognitive dissonance or when your brain is hearing two opposing things and gets all confused and that's how how we end up with uh, CPTSD, with complex post-traumatic stress disorder. Um... So he infantilizes her constantly, right? Says things about her being a child and being a child. But now he says you're grown up and it's your, um, you're on your own and we can't be coddling you. But he wants to keep you in that childlike state by saying that you are a child in, in the last letter, right? That's, it's just crazy. That's crazy making Um, you can't expect others to live your life for you, make it easy, give you everything you desire from homes to fur coats. Okay. That's really confusing to me. Um, it is what it is. I can't really say much except, um, they think that you're expecting them to live your life. I, I, I don't know. Like I told your brother, quotations, everyone creates their own life. How do you like it? Quotations. Again, remember what he just said about being on your own. Unconditional love is only for babies. Look it up. Look it up. I guess he knows Google and he knows psychology of of children and psychology of parents and children. Because that is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard in my life. Just... It's only for babies. Unconditional love is only for babies. Not for 40 plus spoiled brats. Again, calling you a grown up and then saying you're a spoiled brat. A brat is a word we use with children, not with adults. What makes you think you are such a perfect, deserving, faultless, superior person? I love that statement. You know why? Because I have never seen projection shown so clearly and just out there. So he's saying that he thinks he's perfect, deserving, faultless, and superior. 
That has nothing to do with the daughter. That is about him. That is what narcissists do. They project. Okay? So I love that that sentence. I love it. I love it because it's it's just so so clear. The fact that we still have a life of our own apparently bothers you too bad. Um all right. Sorry about that this time. I'm just rereading a little bit. We do have our own life. Never have lived through our children. Would have been a disaster anyway. Okay, so obviously he has to live through his children because of the rest of the letter that I didn't read out loud. Right? Everything, he has to be in their business all the time. But yet he's claiming, again, projection that he cannot do that. And it would have been a disaster because obviously his daughter's life is a disaster. So how could I want to live through her life? Um, that's just him being petty and putting you down and saying that your life is a disaster. It's, it's a provocation. It, it, it's, it's a way to get you angry, to provoke you to be angry and to maybe get into an argument with him. Um, this is about money and I'm going to read this because financial, uh, finances is another way to control. It's getting pretty obvious what you, what you are after. For instance, last year was, it was okay when we gave you $3,000 and an invite to Florida. We simply can't afford to do so every year. So now we are hateful and disdainful. Okay, so he's looking for reasons as to why um, you're so angry. And it has to be the $3,000 that he gave you that, that, that time to go to Florida. And he hasn't done again because it, it can't possibly be anything else. This is actually a way to bring up the $3,000 and throw it in your face. People, don't accept money from your parents. Do not, because you accept money and that is what they will use to drive you insane for the rest of your life or their life. Well, sometimes our lives are shorter than theirs. Your actions have consequences. Your selfishness, superiority, and outright hatred is going to cost you. That is an outright threat. And again, he is... Projecting selfishness, superiority, and hatred. Those, those are the things that he is and he feels, not the daughter. You threaten the very basis of love, let alone unconditional. I don't know what he means by that. Uh, how could anyone threaten the very basis of love? Love is just something that exists and all of us can feel it. All of us that, are, that don't have personality <laughs> disorders. Or this particular one. Um, we feel love. We know it exists. The treatment for spoiled brats is one big time out. Again, you're an adult. You're a baby. You're an adult. You're a baby. That is cognitive dissonance, gaslighting. That is all meant to drive you insane. To drive this daughter insane. 
In fact, it's going to cut you off entirely, maybe forever. There's that threat, okay, of them leaving you. Guess what? Please do so I don't have to do it. That would be my response, you know, or just stop. The best response and the only response for a narcissist is silence. Let them say whatever they want. Turn around silently. Don't say a word. Don't talk to them again. It's over. Okay? That's the only thing they understand because any response is a response. And any response is it a green light to possibly get you back, to hoover you back. You have a husband, a beautiful home, beautiful children. Why are you so unhappy? We see all of this as your problem. Um, why is he, he said before that he didn't want to be involved or live through you, yet he's pointing out that you have a husband, a beautiful home, beautiful children. This is your problem. But it seems to me like he's making it his problem. So, I've talked enough. I've gone through this letter. This is infuriating, but also the best letter I could have gotten to show so many different things. Projection. Cognitive dissonance. The reason that we end up going crazy, not knowing what's real and what's not real, and being confused and not knowing what's true, because they're telling you, you're an adult, but we want to treat you like a child. All right, so I've already talked enough about this letter. All I'm going to say is this. Please stay no contact when you go no contact. Just stay no contact, okay? And do not get into essay wars. Remember I did in the last um, podcast about the letters, I quoted... Right? And I forgot, I don't have the quote in front of me, but I quoted about never get into an essay war with one of these people. There is no point. You're not ever going to get what you are hoping to get, which is we see what we did wrong because they don't see it. They don't ever think they do anything wrong. They turn everything around, they point fingers at you, you end up be- feeling awful. And it doesn't work. Alright guys. I hope that this helped any of you who might have gotten a nasty letter. And that I was clear. And that, again, that you're validated. You know? There was a lot more in these letters. It's just I don't don't have enough time. Alright guys. I love you. And please remember... The best way to get peace is to stay away from the toxic people. Until next time.